Welcome back to the Black Roses podcast, and today I'm back with Quincy. How are you? I'm I'm doing pretty good, man. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been almost six months since the last time you've been here. So half a year. You literally, yeah. You were the tenth episode ever. You're the finale of the first season, and we're about to wrap up the fourth season. So. Damn, that's it's been out. a jersey yeah and um you've done a lot since <laughs> august like a lot man I don't um know what month it is right now <laughs> february right now and you were here august end of august so that's crazy uh at the time you were a bit over 650 followers now you're almost at 1k <laughs> that's crazy i didn't i didn't think it as ha, had been that big of a difference in in the last six months mm-hmm. and not only that but you've almost i'd say pretty much began a a group within those last uh six months called soul hospital Oh yeah, yeah. What have you been doing with that group? Uh I made the first beat and then I sent it around and we all put our verses on it the first time. And the second time we've had problems trying to get a beat that works for everybody. But I think I got something that everyone is gonna like and now it's really just onto the recording process, getting everybody to put their heads together and come up with some shit for it. Definitely, yeah. And as someone that also runs a collective too, I run my own. It's not easy to find beat that everybody can feel comfortable on, and everybody that either sometimes they're just not feeling like they're in the right mind space to record in general, or it's just not for them. Yeah, that is a problem we've ran into a lot. Even with the first song, we didn't announce anything until we actually had finished the first song. Um, uh, uh one of the differences is like I've been in a lot of collectives since I began and, and the whole goal of Soul Hospital was not really to be a collective. We didn't want to have that kind of system, you know. We wanted to to make it more of a band, like a like a super group, if you will. Like we 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 enlisted producers that will do the beats and then everybody that's in the group will be on every song. Like 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 a boy band almost instead of like because collectives, like, you know, they put out an EP that has, like, two or three members on each track, and that's not really our goal. I think what we're just focusing on right now is just making singles just all together before we really, you know, decide what to do next. Yep, and that's exactly what my me and my group are doing. We've probably, I think we've been a group for about three months or four months. I think we're three months. We've only put out singles. Yeah, yeah. I feel like singles are kind of the way to do it within this genre. I feel like nobody really listens to an album right off the bat from someone they don't know. Definitely. And not only that, just away from the group in general, you focusing on just your music alone. This, the month of January and February so far, you've been doing a lot um like and that's good like that's a good thing it's it's funny though because i don't really feel like it like most of what i've done is just you know i i work and i i i chill at home listen to music and and play gta and shit like Mm -hmm. i don't feel like i'm doing that much music wise right now i feel like i've really slowed down lately but 
definitely yeah i, I guess i i guess i have been kind of busy with music mm-hmm. and you just put out a song literally two days ago or yesterday headache <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's a very very good song oh, and only or one not only but one thing i've heavily noticed throughout just all of your music are your covers and how colorful they are oh (laughs) and i think it's sick too like are you someone that makes your own covers yeah yeah i've made my own art and i've done art for my friends for a long time i uh i even before i was like really making songs or albums or anything i was designing cover art for shit that i wanted to someday do and now that i have the ability to because i don't actually think about my cover art to the very end it's like the last step i don't even name my songs half half the time until i'm ready to drop them like with headache i finished half of the song at some point and then i found it the other night and i was like oh shit i'll finish this real quick and then i just posted it and i was like all right I'll just I'll just name it headache and I'm like all right what 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 goes good with a headache you know a head exploding fuck it I'll just mm-hmm. I'll just yeah. do something with that definitely and that's also the one thing I really respect about you as an artist in general because you kind of do everything hands on everything yourself which DIY is kind of important uh, definitely 100% I I feel and... like when I started though I was I was like really I don't know. I, I I was I was cool with using um loops from like little peep packs and little pump packs and whatever when I started, but now I I don't even like to use loops. The only time I use a loop is if it's something that was made by one of my like closer friends. I I I I would like doing everything individually now. It feels like cheating if I use a loop from like Looperman, <laughs> like exactly, yeah. In, instead of just coming up with my own like melody or whatever, and and, yeah. and I don't know. I I don't know if that's like pushed me to. Mm-hmm get deeper into this or yeah and not only but i i can agree with you in that perspective because literally today i was having a conversation with a good friend of mine who's a a a producer jolst i'm sure you've heard of him yeah jolst has 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 made some really good shit yeah and we were just talking about the fact that looper man and that kind of stuff is really almost a cheat code like you said and it gives you the building blocks i mean if mm-hmm. you know how to use it or even if you don't know how to use it when, when when me and my friends were making beats at first we would just find a loop on there and then like a melody loop and, the, and then a drum loop and then just put them together and spit some bullshit on it so like it's it, you're right it's cheating in a way it's giving you the building blocks i think it's good for like teaching people to to, to like put shit together but at the same time it's not really anything groundbreaking just combining loops at least in my opinion um going on yeah i definitely agree and it's another thing with jolst like you said maybe you'll you'll get you'll do occasional loops from people that you're really close with but you'll never go on the limb and just like find other loops from people you really don't know um if i'm just fucking around and not really making a beat for any purpose other than to show somebody how to make a beat like i i've taught some friends how to make beats i've taught my boyfriend how to make beats somewhat and whenever i'm doing that i don't really want to make my own melody i just kind of show them how to easily do it because that's Mm -hmm. how i started doing it but now like with my own music i i I can't use like a looper sample for one of my one of the songs that i actually end up like Mm -hmm. posting 
and it's awesome you just said that because I remember from the first time we were here, you were actually talking about trying to get your boyfriend into making beats, and it sounds like that's happened. Am I correct? Uh, somewhat. We we both work a lot, so it's kind of weird for for either of us to work on like like a personal project. Like he draws stuff too. We actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, have worked on like learning animation software together before too so it's like we we try to do this kind of stuff when we're here at the same time but it's not that often that we're here at the same time however i will say we did make a beat together that is so fucking fire i'm really excited because i'm going to record on it and um i'll just like preface it whenever i drop it be like hey i'm me and gavin both like made this beat yeah that's so sick yeah um and to be able to just follow through on that, because it's something that you talked about literally six months ago, <laughs> and for it to pay off, and like you said, if it's like it turned out very well, so that's awesome. It's it's a combination of someone who has ideas but not the the technical know how to work FL Studio, mm-hmm. but it's it's good to have someone with fresh ears, no matter who it is. Um, whenever mm-hmm. I have like I've had Throb over, I've hung out, hung out with um. Old Arcs, uh, Never Better, I guess is his name now, I think. Um, but, like, whenever I work with anybody, especially in person, it's like I'm getting to hear somebody else's ideas, and it makes me feel better about what goes into the song. Because if it's just me making the decision for what happens next on the song or beat, I feel kind of sometimes at ends, not knowing really what to do next. But when there's somebody else around, they can usually, like, help you fill in those empty spaces that you don't really know what to put for. Mm-hmm. Whether that's just throwing around ideas, oh yeah, um, or genuinely just working on it together, like as a team, it's a lot better to have other people that not like you said they don't necessarily have to know exactly what's going on on the software, the DAW that you're using, but in order to get a inside perspective on what they think would sound good or how to make it better, is definitely important. So that's cool. People know what they like, you know. When Mm -hmm. I go into a song, I try to do stuff that I think it would be fun to listen to personally. And when other people put in their ideas of what they want to hear, you know, it it comes out sounding like something that more people would would be interested in, I think. Mm -hmm. And at this current time, I remember what you said before, but it good chance has changed by now. What would you say your best released song would be? Oh shit. Um I don't know what I said before, but I I'm I'm going to go with Gravity still. It's probably what I said before, but Gravity is still my favorite song that I've done. Uh I'm I think you either said Eclipse or Gravity. My guess, I think you probably said Gravity. Yeah, Gravity was just one of those moments where everything came together. Everybody had a similar vision. Everybody knew what the influence was, and everybody got it down perfectly. Um, Definitely, yeah. That's what I was trying to do with Soul Hospital, and I I think it worked out really well for our first song because I I feel like it still captures that same kind of energy. We've had a little bit of a switch up. uh, One member left and and, and somebody else joined, so I'm sure the next song is going to be somewhat different, but it's still... It's still about all of us sounding 
cohesive and and mm-hmm. that's really what gravity was about was finding people that yeah. sounded cohesive together definitely and everybody on gravity has their own unique style that they were able to make sound good on gravity like everybody seemed to have sounded comfortable and it just felt like you said it fell in place it really sounded like it fell pretty well in place yeah you know it started with me and josh and um i think end of world and star we were all talking about it and then it just started blossoming into something bigger and bigger until it became like i don't know just something that was surreal to be a part of Mm -hmm. definitely and then you added on people like wasted youth steady suffer um shigaraki or uh yeah shigaraki was on there yeah there there was like seven or eight people on there yeah crazy (laughs) very and that to this day that's still one of my favorite songs of yours probably definitely yeah and in general there's been a lot of genres popping up within the last couple of months such as hyper pop digicore whatever you want to call it has your favorite genre of music to make changed over the course of the couple of months you know it's pretty crazy because it has but it's not changed in the way that everybody else has changed i uh i, I all, all of the digicore stuff that was popping off was really cool to me and i was like really this is really interesting but it also still sounds like really really polished and clean and even though it's just people making it in their bedrooms it just sounds very um like 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 it was made on a computer, I guess is the word for it, or not mm-hmm. the word, but the phrase for it. And and I was thinking like, when I started making music, I wanted to be in a band. And over the course of my uh, music, I, I wouldn't say career, but experience, I've been in like three different quote unquote rock type bands, but none of them are good. So now that I have the ability and the technical know-how to actually make shit sound cool, um my goal is to shift focus towards more of an alternative rock style kind of like um because most of what i've been listening to is 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 older 90s underground um rock stuff mineral um sunny day real estate there's a band called championship that i'm really into right now i can only find one project by them but it's it's really good i've also been listening to a lot of older stuff like slow dive and sweet trip and and just a lot of different stuff that's like less focused on auto-tuned vocals and 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 trap style drums and and it's just kind of like a raw sounding thing and and that's what i'm looking for something that's raw and emotive Mm -hmm. and and that's the whole thing is with that project that i just dropped um homebody i uh i actually pitched it with with the whole idea being hey i want to move towards this genre more and -hmm. you guys you know rat girl records they uh you know they, they they used to be a lot more geared towards punk releases and 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 alternative rock stuff like that. So I thought, hey, it would be a collab that would be made in heaven if I could make something that would fit alongside with that older stuff and their newer stuff with the SoundCloud sounding stuff now that they have. And it really opened my eyes to what I want to do in the future of music. Um, I know eventually the the whole Quincy, um music artist name whatever is going to end you know it's going to end eventually everything has to end 
but when it ends i want something i want something to reposition to that's making music that's not in the same style so i want to continue doing the the quincy name for as long as i can with just doing like beats that my friends send me and beats that i make and then i want to slowly shift over to making stuff that's more raw um acoustic drums and, and and electric guitars and shit that actually sounds like like it was made by a band together in one place rather mm-hmm. than sounding like someone made a beat and then somebody just spit a bunch of uh verses on it definitely and back to what you mentioned earlier with rat girl rex uh are you releasing a full-on like project with them or is it going to be a one song cassette it is an EP that uh, was up for pre-order a few weeks ago, and um, I think there's a few copies left. So anybody that wants to grab them after this can go ahead on to the Rat Girl Record Store and, and cop one. But uh, Definitely. Link will be down below. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, yeah, and I heavily respect everyone that's working with Rat Girl Rex in and out of it in general. I've worked pretty close with them throughout the writing process because there's constant people being added to Raggo Rex and there's constant EPs that need a write-up. You know what I mean? Cause, and it's hard for you to make a write-up of your own music. So basically what I volunteered to do is basically just write about the emotions throughout that project in general and it'll be printed basically on the side of it it's like a almost like a caption kind of it's a write-up yeah yeah yeah. i i had to do a write-up for my um for my for my pre-order thing and i i mean i i like writing so Mm -hmm. it was and i felt like with with doing a write-up i felt like it was important to cite what my influences were because I, i i feel like it's hard to gauge and, and and talk about stuff that's like really really underground like like the the style of music that i was trying to um create with that with that project was was vastly different from anything that i've heard on soundcloud mm-hmm. uh just period and so i felt like i i, I needed to do something that I, I need to explain that it, it, this isn't coming from a place of emo rap emo trap this is coming from a place of indie rock like like early 90s you know underground shit that 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 people didn't really give a chance until until the mid 2000s mm-hmm, so definitely it's really just obscure shit like there's this band i like called love lies crushing mm-hmm. and they're it's so fucking impossible to find anything by them because they're they were just so off the radar that nobody really was listening to them unless they were specifically seeking them out there's also a band called ariel m uh, that I've been listening to a lot lately, and it's it's just the fact that nobody really understood what was going on back then in mm-hmm. that in that alternative field. And I feel like now that we can see what's grown from it, see the blossoming of emo to emo rap to all these different subgenres that we have now, I think mm-hmm. it's I think it's important to go back and and look at what started everything. Definitely, and it's funny you say that like, because my dad actually has that CD of one of their first projects like i think it was in the like mid 90s or something and he still has the cd down in my basement 
It's so it I, I it's just so hard to find any actual copies of this shit anymore, man. Everything has <laughs> just gotten everybody's either collecting them or or just they fell off the face of the map, you know. Like, mm-hmm. And that's a sad thing because there's a lot of people that don't necessarily get the recognition that they deserve, and once are almost like you said done, it's that's it. I mean, it's really hard to find them. Yeah, I I, I agree entirely. I think it's just, I think nowadays, oh shit, I think nowadays it's it's important for us to get our like music in a place where it's easily reachable. And I guess back then it wasn't easy. You know, you didn't have Spotify or Apple Music or anything like that. But now, like, you just need 20. You don't even need 20 bucks. Like, you, you can get DistroKid for 20 bucks, but you don't even need it because you can get it on, like, Rootna and put your music up for free. Mm-hmm. So, like, while, while it's a good thing that everybody has the ability to put their music up for people to hear it, I feel like it's still kind of a downfall in some senses because there's so much shit on Spotify that really should not be on Spotify. Shit that should probably be in the dark corners of Bandcamp. But that's just... I, I, I think too many people are willing to put stuff that's half-assed out there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, and the things that are half-assed that are up on all platforms get ridiculed a lot. By people yeah. that understand it. I feel like there's a lot of people that are are... I mean, I guess that's the new wave is if the beat sounds good, then the song's a banger, I guess. I I, I think that's kind of what it's kind of become at this mm-hmm. point. So and... I, I could I could make some I could bullshit on a fucking song and as long as the beat is like really hard, people are still gonna listen to it, I guess. Yeah. And that's like a perspective that is definitely up for debate. But personally, the first thing I notice when it comes to listening to a song are the lyrics and then the beat. And then I just listen to it all in general. It's a process for my brain. I, I, I understand that completely. That's how I feel. You know, whenever I go into listening to a, a project, I, I, I want to hear good, you know, lyrics. I want to hear something that, that, that makes sense. Something that isn't just a reiteration of the same shit over and over again about, I mean, I, I guess it's just common stuff that's in, in modern music, but, like, you know, just money and bitches and drugs and all that shit. And, you know, it's fun to listen to that kind of stuff. It's fun to bump it when you're out with friends and shit. But when you want to, like, sit down and listen to something that's introspective, it's more important there are better lyrics, something that's raw and something that's emotional, something that you can actually identify with. And I feel like most of us can't identify with fucking baby's lyrics. Exactly, so, yeah. I, like. I would, it's 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 party music and and I don't want to make party music and I don't really like listening to party music anymore. You know, I had my mm-hmm. I had my party days where I I listened to shitty music and and got fucked up and now, yeah, of course. Yeah, n- now that I'm now that I've kind of grown up a little bit, it's kind of I don't know. It's it's weird for me to listen to that kind of shit. And and that's why I've moved away from SoundCloud in the last couple of months. I haven't really listened to a lot of SoundCloud stuff and people keep talking about how there's a lot of good shit on SoundCloud right now, and and I just can't get back into it yet. I I'm not really mm-hmm. sure why. It's just off-putting to me right now. And the thing, uh, and that's completely fine, because chances are most of the songs that you quote unquote missed out on 
they're still gonna they're still gonna be there mostly most back, likely exactly. you know what i mean they're not gonna go anywhere unless exactly. back to our other you know our, the other point you know the, the at least they put their shit up and it's not gonna be hard to find exactly that's it, completely and utterly agree with you 100 on that and, and that's one them, thing that i really really like about the scene with the algorithm you know you're gonna get some of these songs that like came out a few months ago and you miss them and then they're just gonna pop up and you're gonna be like, oh shit this was this is exactly fire. yeah and no one's even me is like a quote-unquote promoter obviously i make music now but just from like kind of where i surfaced from was promoting and i try my best to keep up with songs within the scene but I'm not perfect. I'm always gonna find a song that I completely missed, and then I'll j- it'll resurface months later. I'm like, crap, this song's on the reel. Let me just repost that. <laughs> like, it's not gonna go anywhere. Even yeah, exactly. So the whole thing is, even if you're like constantly looking to to see if shit comes out, you're still gonna miss something. Exactly. Like, no one's perfect. No one has superhuman skills. Like, that's <laughs> definitely a fact. Like, yeah, one hundred percent. And it would be. It would. I mean, I don't know how many people you follow on SoundCloud. I, I, I follow probably like a thousand right now, and I don't think it would ever be possible for me to keep up with that. And and, and everybody gives me shit for having a large follower count. Or not follower, but a following count. Mm-hmm. And and <laughs> I've been on SoundCloud for so long. I've just been listening to so many random people that yeah. my music taste has changed so much that I'm just following pretty much every major artist and every subgenre that I ever got into on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And the thing with me, I don't necessarily follow that many different people. I follow 197 people, but legitimately all 197 people that I, that I follow, I listen to on the regular. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's fairly hard for me to keep up with all of it. Cause yes, maybe it's not like, a thousand different artists but people are constantly putting out stuff and there's features yeah. involved to production like the there's collabs you can't you you can't keep up with all of it it's it's very hard unless you're actively stalking an artist mm-hmm. 100% and yeah anyway uh i heavily thank you for coming on the show again it was great having you it was great being back, man. I'll see you uh, season eight. <laughs> yeah, um, you never know. Uh, make sure, like we mentioned earlier, go in the link down below and cop the last remaining pre-orders of Quincy's project out on Rat Girl Rex. It'll be out when? Um, you mean you mean like on streaming or or? Mm-hmm. Out on- I have no idea, dude. I, I probably won't put it up on streaming for another month or so. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, stay tuned for it. Uh, link down below. And I hope everyone has a good night.